So let's review. The Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah of the previous stuff. A woman whose husband traveled abroad, and she was told that her husband died, upon which she married a second husband, and her first husband subsequently returns. She's prohibited to both her first and second husbands. The Gemara explained that the Mishnah is speaking of where she remarried based on the testimony of an Eid Echad, one witness, which is generally not accepted. After an extensive discussion of whether Eid Echad Mehemen Midday Raisa, the Gemara concludes that an Eid Echad is indeed not accepted. The halacha of Eid Echad Nembi Surin applies only where Lo Ischazik Isura, the Isra has not been established. However, in our case, it is Ischazik Isura Deishasish, since she is married, and we must apply the halacha of Ein Dabesha Be'erba Pachas Mishnayim. Therefore, the Gemara concludes, Amr Abzera, as Rashi explains, Acham were lenient and made a special dispensation in this case of Edus Isha so that she not remain alone. Combined with the understanding that Isha Daiko Mintzava, a woman will usually investigate further to be certain that her husband died. In addition, in the event that he turns out to be alive, the Acham enacted a severe knas, a penalty that she may not return to him plus other penalties mentioned in the Mishnah, to serve as an added incentive for her to investigate thoroughly. If he does turn up, it's assumed that she did not investigate adequately, therefore she's penalized. The Gemara Nartzadi Mabes explains that the ability of a Chum to be Mater, a possible Isr Eshes Ishtairaisa, stems from the principle of Man Mekadesh, a Daitid Rabban Mekadesh, as we say, Kadas Moshe Yisrael. The Gemara continues explaining the Mishnah which ruled, there are two ways of understanding Rav's statement. We will first review the second and simpler version. Rav is discussing whether she may return to her first husband. In order to teach us that we paskin like this Mishnah, Rav restates that which the Mishnah taught, that in the Reisha, she is forbidden to both men, because she remarried based on the testimony of an Eid Echad, one witness, which is generally not accepted, explained earlier by Reb Zerah. However, in the Seifa, or as the Mishnah expressed it, she may return to her first husband because she remarried based on the testimony of Shnei Eidim, two valid witnesses, which is always accepted. Therefore, she's considered like Ananusa, who is Mataris Labayla. The other understanding of Rav, first advanced by the Gemara, is as follows. Rav is discussing whether she may stay with the second husband. If she remarried based on Eid Echad, she's forbidden to both men. However, if she remarried based on Shnei Eidim, she may remain with the second husband. The Gemara asks the obvious question. Since her first husband is standing before us, she's certainly an Eshesish, how can we say that she may stay with the second husband? The Gemara describes the following scenario. A man claiming to be her husband shows up, but neither she nor others recognize him. However, he has two supporting witnesses who testify that they were constantly with him from when he left home until now, 
and Va'atnut Lady Isolate. You do not recognize him because for some reason his appearance changed. Now, this scenario in and of itself is a situation of Trey or Trey two opposing sets of Shnei'edim. The first set who came from abroad and testified that her husband certainly died, and the second set who testified that this man is certainly her first husband. This creates a Suffolk Isra Eshes Ishdairaisa, and she may not stay with her second husband. Actually, they're both obligated in a carbon ashram tali for the time they were together. David the Gemara adds the following two factors to the scenario. She married one of her witnesses, and she's certain that this man is not her husband, as Rashi explains, based on certain marks. It is in this case that Rav ruled, They're permitted to remain married because they're both certain that he died, they have no suffolk. The Gemara cites Abraisa with a similar but slightly different situation. Shnayim Aymrim Meis, Vishnayim Aymrim Loy Meis. Shnayim say that her husband died. Shnayim say that her husband is alive. Or, Shnayim Aymrim Niskarsha, Vishnayim Aymrim Loy Niskarsha. Harezu Loy She may not remarry because it's Treyu Trey and Nisveka Deiraisa. Then this is Loy but if she did remarry, she may remain with her husband. Rabbi Nacham Rabbi differentiates. Bo Eidim va'achkech nisus teitzei. If the second Eidim who say that he's alive came first, and she remarried afterward, she may not stay. It's a kanas. She's penalized because she was not supposed to get married. However, if she remarried first, and the second Eidim came later, loy she may stay with her husband because at the time she married him, it was permitted based on the first Edom. The Tanakhama holds that even in the first case of Bo Edom Achachnesis Loiteitze, she may stay because we did not penalize her even though she should not have married him. Similarly, in the case of Rav, where the supposed husband came back with Shnei Edom, the Gemara has two opinions. Eged Amri, some say that Rav will only in the case of Nisis Achach Bo Edom. Because Rav holds like Rebbe Rebyesi. Eged Amri, some say that Rav ruled Loi even in the case of Bo Edim Achkach because Rav holds like the Tanakhama. The Gemara continues with a similar case, but somewhat different. The Gemara assumes that the Rasha of the Mishnah, Nisis Be'ed Echad V'Achkach Bo Baila, also applies to the case of Rav, where the supposed husband came back and was not recognized by the people. And the question is, when and why do we say Teitzi Mizeh Mizeh? Of course, if she agrees that he is her first husband, Teitzi. The variables are, what type of Edim support his claim to be the first husband? Shnei Edim or Eid Echot? Edim Kisherim or Edim Besulim? What does the wife say to his claim? Machashasai, does she contradict him? Or Loi Machashasai, she does not contradict him, which means Shaska, she does not say anything, she does not know. The Gemara explains, his Shnei Edim are stronger than her Eid Echad. And regardless of whether she agrees or disagrees, the halacha is Teitzei. His Eid Echad is weaker than her Eid Echad, and whether Makshasasai or Shaska, like Teitzei. If he has Shnei Edim Besulim, it depends. If she is Shaska, we say, Kamokim Shemina Tayr Eid Echad, Halach Acharoib Deis. His Shnei Edim Besulim are stronger than her Eid Echad, and therefore Teitzei. If she is Machashasai, his Shnei Edim Besulim are not believed against her Bari, and therefore Loi
The Mishnah continues, get she requires a get from both husbands. The Gemara asks, Bishlam and Marishan to buy a get, she requires a get from her first husband because they were married legitimately. Why does she require a get from the second husband? They were never married legitimately. The Gemara answers, Racham initiated a gzera because some might think that she was first divorced from her first husband and then remarried legitimately to her second husband, and she's now leaving him without a get. And Kivan to Avdi Isur, Kansurabanan, Racham penalized her in that she must receive a get from the second husband as well.